This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Flat Out Farno, you're Laddie H, host of Flat Out Pride on your Free FM dial. If you're a Waikato local with an idea for your own show, Free FM would love to hear from you. Check out our website, freefm.org.nz, or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. They say that clothing maketh the man. But what, pray tell, maketh the non binary? My name is Alex Willix Payne. I use they them pronouns, and this is Stride with Pride. Hello, and welcome back to Stride with Pride. Today we have a very exciting thing. We have our very first guest on Stride with Pride. Hey! <laughs> All right, do you want to introduce yourself with your name, your pronouns, and your favorite animal? Okay. And why? My name's Olivia, my pronouns are she, they, and my favourite animal is a fox because, I don't know, I've just always felt drawn to foxes and they're cute and fluffy. They are very cute. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so today we're going to talk a bit about um, stereotypes, uh, especially with queerness um, and how you kind of want to be perceived by people. To start with, um, do you want to kind of describe how you present yourself to the world? as a she they. I mean, I don't I don't really think too much about it. It's more about like how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um so I used to have very long hair and it was kind of my I don't know how to describe it, but like my defining feature or something. Like mm. any time I'd meet someone they were like, Oh my gosh, I love your hair so much. Oh yeah. yeah. It's so pretty, blah blah blah. But like I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like not hated it, I just I just I never loved it. Mm. Um when I was younger I used to get really knotty all the time and I never brushed it or anything and so I was just like all right I'm just gonna cut it all off and when I first brought this up to mum she said no (laughs) because she was obviously the biggest fan of my hair Mm -hmm. Um, and she's like oh you'll hate it you'll you'll miss it so much and everything but I finally did it and I've never felt more confident Um, and I think once I cut my hair that was kind of the first step into actually finding my expression like I always just did what everyone else wanted me to do like mum would always buy my clothes and so I'd just like wear what she wanted me to wear but as soon as I cut off my hair I was finding myself like putting together outfits that I actually felt comfortable in and were a little bit more out there than what mum kind of put me in so yeah. Yeah, I totally get the feeling. I I sort of had that same thing when I um, first cut my hair. I was really afraid, but also I kind of wanted short hair for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I cut it all off, it was after I finished, um, after I decided to stop doing dance, which I'd done for like 10 years, and you had to have your hair and all these fancy do's for the shows and stuff. But yeah, when I cut it all off, it it was really strange. It was a really strange feeling, but it was sort of liberating in a way, and it sort of felt a lot more like me, so I totally get that. Mm So when did you cut your hair? Um, kind of recently. At, um, oh, I, I can't say last year anymore because it's... <laughs> um, at the end of 2019, just before my birthday. I think it was like three days before my birthday. Mm. Um, so that was like mid-October. Oh, yeah. So where were you in your um, sort of queer journey then? I'm trying to remember. I think I was kind of bi-curious mm-hmm. then. I was really afraid of like kind of admitting 
that I was queer mm -hmm. because like it was just such a scary thing to me because of you know judgment of people yeah but yeah like I said before cutting my hair just gave me all the confidence and like made me feel actually okay to kind of explore that side of myself mm. so yeah it was it definitely helped me through trying to figure myself out so it was sort of your way of being like I'm allowed to think about these things now yeah. right yeah that's really interesting because for me um so I knew that I was queer before I cut my hair off it was the same year but like towards the end of that year mm -hmm. I um cut all my hair off so it was like in December and then I realized in like June or something pride month <laughs> um I, I remember being really afraid before I cut my hair off that I was going to be contributing to the you know the butch lesbian mm. stereotype and like just being so afraid of contributing to that and having more people see that as part of it but like it's sort of ridiculous in a way because like I was queer and it, it's my version of self-acceptance and self-love in that way yeah <laughs> I think it's really interesting how stereotypes can affect the people who are stereotyped in that way yeah do you have any sort of experience with that um with hair or clothing or anything yeah, when I did cut my hair, I was kind of worried about, you know, the judgment that c would come through with it because, like, I hadn't completely figured myself out yet. Um, so, like, obviously I wasn't out to anyone. And so I was kind of worried about people making that judgment about me before I even knew about it myself. Yeah. Yeah, that was my biggest thing for me. But also, like, I'm... Like, I'm she-they. Like, I, so I don't want to be seen as male mm -hmm. and so that was another thing that I was kind of worried about like people mistaking me for a boy or like yeah yeah no I totally get that like um yeah even for me I I'm non-binary I just use they them um and like I choose to present more mask but the idea of being seen as male from that is just really like repulsive to yeah, me yeah um it's really interesting as well like lately I've been um you know <laughs> like wearing more feminine stuff and um, experimenting with more feminine styles of clothing but the idea of femininity is like cosplay you know yeah. I saw it I saw yeah, it, yeah, um, yeah, a yeah. TikTok about that the other day um that the like I like wearing it because it's fun and it's it's sort of like dressing up but yeah. like the idea of being seen as female while wearing that is just no, I yeah. would never want that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I understand that completely. Like, I I love dressing up femme and, like, playing with makeup and wearing dresses and everything. But, like, if I go out wearing that kind of thing, if I'm not with someone, I just feel really uncomfortable. And, like, I keep, like, tugging at my clothes and everything. Like, recently I went out to shopping mall um, and I was wearing, like, this... Um, blue flowery jumpsuit kind of thing so it's not like super femme but like I felt really feminine in it and um I was there by myself and like I was walking around and like I felt like I wanted to just rip it off that's how uncomfortable <laughs> I felt and luckily I'd just been at like a sleepover and so I still had to change the clothes in my car mm. so I just went back to my car and changed and then came back wearing like um long pants and crop top and I felt so much better <laughs> yeah it's really interesting how expression can be like that because a lot of my um again my like feminine presenting stuff is reliant on being with people around me like I, yeah. I don't know if it's like the idea of if I'm alone I might be seen as female but it's also how females are viewed in the world and yeah the sort of assumptions and 
I don't know the way people view it. Yeah, and the the I guess it's the patriarchy, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> all coming together, dictating what women can do, yeah. even though like I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just having the pressure of that almost when yeah. you're presenting feminine. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I'm alone, I like I want to be on my own I don't want anyone looking at me strangely or anything so when I'm just out by myself usually I wear the most plain clothes that I have just because I don't want to be attracting attention to myself Mm. but when I'm with my friends um like I like to go all out yeah (laughs) (laughs) sort of gives you the confidence to be up to do it because it's almost like you have this sort of like support system around you yeah like a strength in numbers kind of thing yeah yeah totally and like especially having friends around you that are like, like that don't necessarily conform to stereotypical gender norms like um, you know try out different things and yeah so people who try out different things around you as well it's sort of like you have your your pack your crew yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how has coming out sort of helped you come to terms with how you present yourself in the world I think it definitely makes me feel more comfortable dressing the way that I want to because I'm out then I don't have to worry about people making a judgment about me before like I know myself I mean I'm, I'm not out to everyone so not everyone knows um but yeah just my closest friends and my sister and my partner they all know now and so it's it's definitely like a weight off my shoulders mm. being able to share that part of me with people and yeah it just definitely makes me feel more comfortable with kind of trying out new things as well yeah has it like changed how you dress? So I know that when I came out as queer, it sort of gave me a sort of permission to dress really gay. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know all the stereotypes about it. Um, like you know, um, for bi people, like rolling up your jeans or mm-hmm. or like flannel or like to to show people like, hey, I'm I'm part of you too. Like, I feel yeah. like come and approach me. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I definitely bought a few flannels. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Any flannels that my friends were not using, I was like, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know that um, it's sort of stereotypes, obviously, but it comes from the need to show your queerness to queer people without outing yourself to straight people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have sort of uh, anything about that? Um, yeah, well, I definitely, like, before I, like, realised and came out, I, like, I, I didn't really take any interest in shopping for clothes. Mm. But since I'm out, I'm, like, close, 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 close. <laughs> yeah. Especially, like, I, I really have a thing for, like, blazers mm. that look like they're made of like your grandma's carpet oh that is excellent <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like it's weird though because um like my first high school that I went to um we were like forced to wear blazers mm-hmm. as part of the uniform yeah and so that made me hate blazers so much and then like I changed schools and it was all fine and so I thought I'd never wear a blazer again and then one day I was at this um, like a retro secondhand store, Ooh, um, and I found this blazer, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need this! <laughs> this looks amazing on me!" And ever since I bought that first one, like I, I can't stop buying them. It's a, yeah. it's a little bit of a problem, <laughs> but like it's fine because I feel happy and I feel confident wearing them. So yeah, that's what matters, right? Yeah. yeah. Was that sort of your way of reclaiming it? Yeah, I think so. So it's the thing. It's the thing that I'm drawn to, and when I'm dressing to look like me, mm. like me as an individual person, I like I go for a blazer rather than something else. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm glad you found your 
self in blazers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean I um you know, I I got a binder from my friend a few weeks ago yeah. and it sort of um opened up this new world of fashion for me. Mm-hmm. Like I I my friends will know I have never really been one to dress up fancy. I mainly just stick with my um knee-length jean shorts and like a t-shirt and yeah. a hoodie. Yeah. Um <laughs> don't call me out like that. <laughs> Um, but sort of wearing the binder gave me permission to try out all these feminine styles that I... It wasn't necessarily that I was afraid to wear, but it was like I didn't feel like I could because it would hurt me to wear. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was sort of the like being seen as a woman thing, like, you know, with a chest, it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have the right... I guess balance for me, because it's really interesting when I was wearing the binder, I when I was wearing something masculine over top, it felt sort of weird, mm-hmm. even though the idea of a binder is to have like a quote-unquote masculine chest. Yeah, I, I guess for me it was sort of the idea of wanting to come across as a question mark like yeah <laughs> like um when I got my hair cut as well I got my hair cut like pretty much a couple of days after I got the binder and um I got it cut into a really cool short sort of masculine style and so wearing all the feminine things made me feel really cool mm-hmm. especially with the binder because it was like oh what is that person you yeah, know? yeah it was sort of the femboy style in a way like yeah, being perceived definitely. as a boy but wearing feminine stuff, not being perceived as a female wearing feminine stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's really interesting. Because then when I'm wearing masculine stuff, I'm like, no, I want to have a chest. Because, I, like, then people have the moment of, like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, hmm, yeah. I'm not sure what I'm looking at. And yeah. honestly, like, that's kind of the goal. Because, like, as a non-binary person, I'm not going to be, like, like who only uses they-them pronouns. I, mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to be automatically gendered correctly pretty much ever unless it's, like, a queer person that I'm talking to. Yeah. Or, like, someone who knows stuff about that. Yeah, like an ally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, if it's someone in a shop, they're mm-hmm. probably going to say, like, ma'am. <laughs> I get that so often, and I don't like it. Like, I know I'm she-they, but I hate being called a woman. I hate being called ma'am. Mm. Like, I'm fine with girl, and I'm fine with they, I'm fine with she, but, like, the kind of higher titles, like, lady, ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah. But then it was really interesting, because the other day, um, I was in Chartwell with my brother, and um, he knows a lot of the staff there, and one of the staff came up to me and was like, oh, are you his brother? And I was like, um... Because I, I didn't really want to get into it, but yeah. like, I was like, oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> and it was just really interesting, because I guess it sort of reaffirmed that I'm a they, them, not a he, they. Yeah. Because it just felt so wrong. Yeah. But in a different way that being called, like, female things is wrong. It's, yeah. it's wrong in different ways, but they're both wrong. Yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I get how that feels. I was, once I was at, uh, um, I went to the doctors for something, I can't remember what it was now. But um, mum was, like, talking to the, the office lady, like, trying to do the appointment thing. Mm. Um, and she, like, gave my name, Olivia. And then she was, like, Oliver. And mum was, like, no, Olivia. And she, like, looked up at me and gave me the weirdest look. <laughs> and I, I, like, I was wearing the same hoodie yeah. and everything. So, like, not not dressed up or anything. So I guess I did kind of look pretty masked. But I don't know. It just it just felt so weird, like a, like a knot in my stomach. I like yeah, so I definitely don't want to be called a boy, but I don't want to be a girl either. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's really interesting as well for um, being AFAB, assigned female at birth, and mm-hmm. interacting with all these gender norms. Because I know I didn't really 
like I didn't know I was non-binary until like year 10 or something so like it wasn't necessarily like oh you know I've always known this but like you know I was sort of disillusioned as a child with all the feminine things Mm -hmm. but a lot of that was to do with um, you know the whole not like other girls aspect and all the things that we have to unlearn growing up as an AFAB person but Mm -hmm. then having to navigate unlearning all of that patriarchal stuff while navigating not being female at the same time Uh, (laughs) it's just a really interesting situation yeah mum used to like she she loved that I was a girl like she loved like dressing me up and things and everything and like I never I never thought about gender when I was little Mm. because mum was kind of doing everything for me Mm. um but yeah now that I've grown up I actually only like kind of figured out that I was she they like end of last year so mm. it's quite new to me but it, it feels right because j- there was just something I just didn't feel exactly right as female mm-hmm. but also didn't want to be male and yeah it was it was a confusing time but I think I've got it now but yeah sometimes mum she finds an ad for like a like a baby's dress on Facebook <laughs> or something. She's like, "Oh, you look so cute in that. I wish you were little again." I was like, oh, "Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> choose that, but it's fine." Yeah, <laughs> kind of mm. awkward. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I and it's also um, yeah, like again, sort of the um, wearing for me wearing dresses and stuff. It was sort of like as a kid, it wasn't anything to do with gender. It was just like, oh, I don't want to be like silly girls who wear dresses and yeah. do makeup because that's stupid, yeah. you know? <laughs> but then, like, having to deal with that through a gender lens where, oh, this actually makes me feel sad. It makes me feel not right to wear this on my body. Mm-hmm. But then having to go back down that and now feeling sort of alright wearing, like, dresses and skirts but in a cosplay way yeah. is just such a wild experience. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. For the past two days, I felt really, really strange about clothes. Like, anything I put... I Like, half of my stuff is in the wash. Like, I've been so lazy, <laughs> I haven't been doing my washing properly, so I don't have much left in my drawers to pick from. I feel it. But, like, anything I put on, I feel, like like disgusted by it even even like not even looking in the mirror it just doesn't feel right to be wearing it it was so hard to get dressed this morning honestly (laughs) (laughs) i think i need another shopping spree (laughs) i totally feel that yeah i've been really lucky recently because my mom has been buying me some new clothes for uni because she's like "Mm, all your clothes are old and smelly and ratty (laughs) (laughs) so you know i'm not paying for it so i may as well get a skirt (laughs) yeah I'm not going to wear it. It's not my money wasted. Yeah. <laughs> True. But, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I just... I had so much fun trying on all these feminine things in the shop. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, I got the skirt and stuff. And I got this really cute floral jumpsuit and stuff. And I was like, wow, I look Yay. so cool. <laughs> but, like, uh, for me, wearing clothes is just, like... Like, I don't view it as a gendered experience. Even though, like, it's sort of is in a way and like yeah. I guess that's probably like comes from the being non-binary mm-hmm. but like I don't know I it's I don't like I like wearing clothes and like and dressing up in fancy in the ast- in the abstract but like when it comes to how I'm perceived and like being made aware of how I'm perceived is just like <laughs> I'm perceived by people yeah <laughs> wait a minute I'm not invisible <laughs> disgusting <laughs> 
I don't like that. Me neither. I guess that also is why, like, when you're with friends, you feel more confident to be yourself because you don't feel like it's sort of all eyes are on you. Yeah. You, like, you know you won't be judged by your best friends. Yeah, of course. And, like, if you are, you've got, like, backup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because I, 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 it's sort of, I guess, like, anxious thoughts and stuff if yeah. you're walking around and there's lots of people because, you know, you still, like, oh, I know I do, like, sort of when you're walking around by yourself and there's, like, some dodgy looking people you're like oh gotta keep myself safe yeah. like yeah and you know that's all patriarchal stuff like taking over the brain yeah it's hard <sighs> part of life but you know like it's it's when you're with friends you're like able to just exist without being perceived in a way because you're yeah. interacting with people on a like emotional level i guess but yeah. then like if you're with people you don't know you're interacting them with them on a physical level yeah. so, does that make sense yeah yeah no i get that yeah I'm kind of really nervous at the moment. I think this is why, like, I've been feeling so weird about clothes and everything mm. because, I, like, I'm about to move away for university and Scary. everyone's going to be perceiving me. Everyone's going to yeah. be making first impressions about me. And so, like, I'm trying not to think about it because I know if I just think about it, I'm just going to go insane. <laughs> um, but it's just, like, a huge fear in the back of my head, like people are going to be looking at me and meeting me for the first time what do I want to show them kind of thing mm, yeah like, totally with but with still feeling comfortable but like I, I don't know I just hate being judged I hate being seen yeah. I just want to curl away in my <laughs> hidey corner and be left alone yep <laughs> yeah I, I, I totally get that yeah yeah having to make first impressions on someone while also being true to yourself but also trying to come off as this cool person yeah like, oh yeah come talk to me but like you know when you're most comfortable just wearing like sweatpants and stuff yeah. but like the impression you want to give up is like hey I'm a cool person yeah. come talk to me it's it is an experience yeah and especially like if you're in a really good mood on the on your first day at school and you're like right I'm gonna like have a full face of makeup I'm mm. gonna wear this great outfit um then that's like people's first impression of you and so you're like oh if i but then if i wear this then i have to keep up to the standard and everything which is like a complete unfair thing like you don't have to hold yourself to that but yeah and you know it's still just <laughs> in your head anyway totally totally yeah no just first impressions are scary scary <laughs> yeah. yeah no especially going into uni for the first time like I know it's fine like they're just people they're the same as us mm -hmm. it's exactly they're having the same thoughts yeah but it's also like new people that yeah. is scary yeah <laughs> very so you've said you've been sort of experimenting with makeup and hair a bit more recently how's that been for you yeah um it's it's kind of weird because back before like I cut my hair before I knew I was queer I never really thought about my appearance I never really wore much makeup like I do it like a little bit of mascara because like my hair is blonde and so my eyelashes are blonde oh, so yeah. you can barely see them <laughs> so yeah kind of mascara was the only thing I would use but since kind of figuring myself out I feel more comfortable with kind of trying out more stuff with makeup mm -hmm. which has been so much fun <laughs> Um, and also like dyeing my hair crazy colors. Ooh. I haven't. I I have virgin hair. 
Um, so I haven't actually dyed it yet, but you can get this um, coloured hair gel, and it is great because Ooh. if you have commitment issues, you don't even <laughs> have to worry about like choosing a colour or anything. Ooh. And so it's it is the most fun to play with. The saddest part is though, it only lasts a day because oh. as soon as you wash it out, it's all just gone, oh. and you kind of need to wash it out because otherwise it'll just come out on your pillow. Oh yeah, uh, so, not sponsored by the way. Yeah, no. <laughs> But yeah, it's so much fun. I got um, recently got two colors. I got blue, Ooh. and I got like pastel purple. Oh. Purple definitely is my favorite. So if I was to decide to go permanently dyed, I think I'd go for purple. But I've also got this. I think my stepmom gave me like this old colored um, makeup palette. Ooh. I like it's just been sitting in my drawer for like maybe three years <laughs> and I haven't used it like barely at all um but when I when I did my hair up purple I like opened up the palette and there was a purple color exactly the same as my hair so I was like okay oh, excellent I have to do this <laughs> and so like I finally bought some like good make- makeup brushes and some fake eyelashes and everything and I just like did it all up and I was like wow <laughs> I look hot <laughs> um and so yeah I've definitely been having a lot more fun with yeah, playing with different things, fi- figuring out what I feel comfortable with, like expressing myself and stuff. Mm. And I definitely like to look like a colorful butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> well, colorful butterflies are beautiful. Yes, therefore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally. I, yeah, no, I, I am someone who loves wearing color a lot. I've, I've mm-hmm. sort of adopted the title of pastel dad. Yes, I, um, I love that. That's great. Because <laughs> like I wear sort of dad clothes, and I got this shirt recently that I. I love so much like it's it's literally it's like it's pastel tie-dye with like yellow and pink and purple and um it, it's, it's a button-up and it looks exactly like the rainbow paddle pop lollipop like not lollipop what are they ice block things yeah and it, wow it's it's it's, it's honest I, it's, it's my new favorite shirt I absolutely love it and I just feel so good wearing it because it's the perfect mix of like fun like bright pastel color because pastel is definitely my aesthetic yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess as a personality as well <laughs> <laughs> tries to be at least <laughs> i just feel so euphoric wearing it it's just an mm-hmm. excellent time because it's a perfect combination of the mask and the femme and then it's just such a comfortable it's so light and breezy it's perfect <laughs> for summer it sounds great <laughs> it's a good it's an excellent top cotton on um <laughs> not sponsored, not sponsored. <laughs> am i yeah. yeah, I it's, it's weird because I don't I don't have like one style. Mm. I have like I mean the like I stole your grandpa's clothes, <laughs> hobo, or super super sparkly femme pixie doll thing. Like <laughs> it, it all just depends on my mood. Oh, totally. I totally get that because I have the pastel dad aesthetic, and then I have the like with my new shirt, uh, not shirt skirt. Um, I was wearing that. I'm like. I feel like an anime cat girl. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's also like the like pirate aesthetic. Oh my know. gosh, the pirate <laughs> aesthetic is my favorite. I wish I could dress up like a pirate every day. All the time. Honestly. All the time. Pirate is the goal aesthetic, honestly. Yeah. They're puffy shirts, like the everything. It's just such a look. And yeah. I got these air cuffs for the ball and like when I'm wearing that with a pirate outfit, you know I'm strutting around. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on today, Liv. Thanks for having me. been a very fun time. Lots of laughs. We'll need to edit out the audio peaks from laughing. Oops. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for coming on. It has been a blast. We've really enjoyed having you. 
it's been great this has been a lot of fun i've never been on a radio show before so it was a pretty cool first experience for me yeah always a first for everything yep as well as dyeing your hair maybe soon yes uh, I, i'm thinking like i'm really on the fence about it like <laughs> i have commitment issues so I feel we'll see we'll see maybe maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> you'll come back from uni a whole new person oh yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> well Thank you for listening to today's episode of Stride with Pride. I hope you enjoyed it. Our creator spotlight this week is Olivia themselves with their own art account, which is at Glitter and Horns on Instagram. They mostly do digital art, but do some tattoo design and sculpture as well, and have, in fact, written and illustrated a children's book and have made plushies of the monster in it. It's so cool. Go check them out. At Glitter and Horns, all one word, Glitter and Horns, on Instagram. And remember to follow at stride.with.pride on Instagram, the Instagram for this very radio show. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.